This is Hallway Chats, where we talk with some of the unique people in and around WordPress. Together, we meet and chat with folks you may not know about in our community. With our guests, we'll explore stories of living and of making a living with WordPress. Today's show is brought to you in part by Liquid Web. We sure know that there's a lot of choice when it comes to hosting your WordPress site. Liquid Web is the managed WordPress partner you've been waiting for. Whether you're a business owner, an agency, or a freelancer, Liquid Web has you covered when it comes to performance, uptime, and ease of site management. And one of the things we love most? When your content goes viral, Liquid Web doesn't charge you more for huge spikes in traffic. Transparent pricing, no surcharges. Liquid Web is offering Hallway Chats listeners 33% off for the first three months. Go to liquidweb.com and use the coupon code HALLWAYCHATS, all one word, to sign up. And now the conversation begins. This is Episode 3. Welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Liam Dempsey. And I'm Tara Clays. Today we have with us Angelina Sims. I'm excited to talk to Angelina. She works with brands, provides support to help growing communities, and she helps bring awareness to causes that she cares about. You can often find Angelina hanging out in the library, or she tells us that she's always in search for the perfect apple cider. Hi, Angelina. Hello. Hi, Angelina. Thanks for joining us today. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and who you are? Oh, I live in the Philadelphia suburbs, west of the city. I work in digital media, digital marketing, consulting for small businesses, startups, personal lifestyle brands. Pretty much anyone that is a spokesperson has something to promote and, uh, you know, connecting them with their intended audience and help grow their community. And um, how do you use WordPress to do all of that? WordPress comes in. I help, you know, manage content on their websites. I make sure that their plugins and their themes are up to date. And I integrate that with social media. So with the content on their WordPress site and push it out into the social media realm to get it out there and share it with the world. Ah, can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you learned how to do what you do and got started in it? Um, a lot of trial and error, uh, a lot of just, hey, if we need help, try this out. So I'm gonna say all the way back to maybe 2007, might have been my first time uh, doing anything online with social media. And I knew what WordPress was, but I was not actively using it. So I just tried it out with the .com, and then maybe about 2011 or 2012 was my first .org website, and uh, it was about running, and it was awful, so I just took it down. Uh-huh. And uh, my very, very first like real website that I did was for my son's father. He has a heavy metal website, and that was the first real website I ever did. I had no clue what I was doing, but we just it was kind of a birthday present, and uh it grew and he's met a lot of very famous rock stars. So that's like my very first project I ever did. And that needs a good theme update. (laughs) So when I guess when I get around to it, it's not a priority at the moment, but uh, when I get around to that, I will probably uh, maybe redesign it since I have way better WordPress skills these days. I think that can probably be said of all of our first websites could use a serious theme update when we get around to it. So it sounds like your start was in social media. 
Yeah, um, I went to an event with a friend, and it was like a, it was a tweet up. It was, I was living in Long Island at the time. It was like a Long Island tweet up, and we just got together. And at the time, all I knew how to use was Facebook, and there was a friend there who was really into Twitter. And uh, we just got to talking and just start following him around to different events. And uh, that's how I kind of just, just kind of more trial and error, getting to know more about what goes on in the social world and going to more conferences and just getting my name out there. But I don't think I ever really professionally started using it until about 2014. I met a nice lady on Twitter. Her client was about to go on a TV show, and I had no clue that it was her managing that Twitter account. And she invited me out to coffee one day, and somehow, some way, I ended up managing about five or six Twitter accounts with her agency for about three, three and a half years. So yeah, three, yeah, three years. So that's pretty. That's pretty exciting because the clients go on like Fox, QVC, MSNBC. Wow, media networks. That's that sounds like a lot of pressure. I know when I um, when I interact at all with my clients' Twitter accounts, it makes me nervous because I'm afraid I'm going to tweet from the wrong account. Yeah, it's hard to remember what person you are in your head at the moment, but yeah, it's fun. Um, is Twitter your your preferred social media platform? Um, I don't know if it's my preferred, but it's the one I'm most active on. I I'm better at being more social on Twitter. I do kind of like YouTube and Instagram more, but for some reason, I feel more at ease talking to strangers on Twitter. Ah, I wonder why that is. Did you have different personas on different platforms? Well, I think I'm, think I'm about the same on most, but I don't know. You use them differently. Yeah. Yeah. I guess because the pressure to be more visual on Instagram, I'm like, I don't know what I want people to see about me. Right. So. How do you manage the social media with your clients? Do you do you, um, do you schedule your posts or? Uh, yeah, it's some that? scheduling. A lot of my responsibility with the agency was was mostly scheduling. Um, when I was full time, I did some interaction, some inter- some interaction in like campaigns and Twitter chats and all that fun stuff. Yeah, what's your favorite tool for managing? all of your social media? Um, usually it's whatever people tell me to, I have access to. <laughs> but okay. uh, uh, so lately I've been doing Hootsuite. I've been exploring with Sprout, but I don't really get to do it too much anymore because uh, I'm uh, taking, t- taking a bit of a change in directions with my digital media consulting. So I have a day job now as a client data manager for an investment agency. So. So I don't get to play around with the tools as often, but in my spare time, maybe with, you know, doing some WordPress projects here and there at Friends, maybe I'll get to see what else is out there. Because I know there's a lot of great new up-and-coming tools that are coming around. Yeah, I've been hearing some buzz about different things myself. Um, So one of the things that we talk about a lot on this show is success. And it sounds like you have taught yourself a lot of skills and your path has evolved and grown. How would you define success? I'd say success is anything that helps make me better and those around me better. We're supporting each other and that's what it's all about to me. Because yeah. if we don't grow as a group, then like, like what are we really doing is my whole take on everything. 
Yeah, so I love that. I love that definition, Angelina. Thank you for sharing that. So if group success or group support and group uh, camaraderie is, is, is a value then, uh, presumably uh, you've engaged with and enjoy the, the WordPress community in some way or shape or form. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about how, not just how you first encountered the software, but how you first encountered the community and then how you stay involved with and support and get support from the community. First encountering the software was uh, by accident because I was just researching online different platforms and I couldn't decide if I was going to use WordPress or Blogger and everything else, but obviously WordPress won. And uh, <laughs> I just uh, just would just see things online and see all these events and I never knew if it was right for me. And I moved back to the Pennsylvania area in December, 2014. And I saw that there was a work camp coming up. Actually, I might've noticed it in the spring, but I saw there was a work camp coming up, which was WordCamp Philly. And that was my very first work camp. And I was very excited because I saw there was a beginner's track. So I was like, oh, I should go. Cause I'm, I considered myself a beginner. And that's when I quickly learned that I wasn't a beginner. So I found myself wandering around all the different rooms and meeting everyone there. And that's how I felt more at ease. And I'm still here hanging out today with all the Philly WordPress people and the Philly Burbs people and woo -woo, yay, volunteering and organizing work camps and eventually becoming a board member for women who WordPress and just doing all kinds of different WordPress things. I love all of that. And one of the things I love most about what you said is that you went to this WordCamp and you signed up thinking that you were going to go on this beginner track. And then you quickly realized that you weren't a beginner. I mean, there's a lot of talk about imposter syndrome and how we always think that we don't know anything compared to everyone else. I think it's awesome that you went there and discovered that you knew way more than you thought you did. That's terrific. It's one of the great things about the community, I think. Um, and I heard that you recently... Um, were put on the board for Women Who WP, and I love that organization. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, that was pretty surprising. It was just kind of like up late at night, and I got a Facebook message with a bunch of women in Ocean County, California, messaging, messaging me back and forth, like, hey, we want you to, uh, we want to know if you're interested in joining the board for Women Who WordPress. I'm like, really? And like, so uh, yeah, we had a you know a couple round of interviews back and forth, and a couple of bios and picks later, I was announced as a board member. So at the moment, because I'm all the way on the East Coast, it's just a lot of evangelizing and just sharing the message and encouraging other women if they're interested in starting their own official meetup because they're now registered with the Meetup Foundation to get started and get others involved. I know that Philadelphia has a really vibrant WordPress community and a really vibrant um, girl development girl development community. So I would imagine that um, that this one would fit right in there. So do you think you're going to start start one there? Um, I don't know if I personally will start one, but I'll be very supportive. I do know there's a member in the Philly Burbs meetup who was interested in filling out an application to start a Philly Women's Who WordPress. So whenever that gets going, I'll be there 100% of the way. But I do know there's a lot of interest because I recently spoke at Drexel University last Wednesday on social media and growing communities. And the people in the audience there, especially the women, of course, were very interested in learning about a Women Who WordPress coming to Philly. They are more interested in Philly WordCamp coming up. So I did a little spiel on that while I was there. And uh, 
Yeah, actually, I uh, got a couple of emails right before I hopped on with you guys asking for more information about women who work for us and Philly WordCamp. So that's excellent. Yeah, and thank you so much for that that support. I think that's that's hugely valuable, and in particularly what you said about I don't know if I'm going to start it, but I'm certainly going to support it. And you know, that's just as important as whoever's willing to register the meetup page and do some of that initial organization. Is it the community really needs people to come out and support it and promote it and use social media and 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 jump in, you know, where they can, when they can, as they can. So that's awesome. That is really awesome. I'm really excited to see that meetup come together and certainly support it anyway. I can too as well. Yeah, it sounds like you really, not only have you gained a lot from the community, Angelina, but you give back to it a lot. I see you uh, organizing and, and volunteering at WordCamps in your area and uh, and you're, you actually inspire me to do the same thing here. So <laughs> so I think that's great. You're, you're a really good part of the community. Yeah, I appreciate it a lot because I just learned that I could be involved in this. I don't necessarily have to be a developer, even though I am interested in that and learning along the way. But I just learned quickly that, oh, I can do all these things and still meet all these cool people who have all these superpowers using WordPress. <laughs> and I don't really have to be on the command line if I don't want to be. And um, that's one of the things I want to encourage others. that like, You can be a content manager and still be very active and supportive in the community. That's great. Here, here for that. that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Um, in your, uh, in your, I guess your variety of capacities that you have in the WordPress community, in your day job you've described, in your, uh, your social media management and client work that you do, um, what would you say is the most important thing that you do every day, whether it's in your job or in your personal life or what, what's, what's most important to you on a daily basis? On a daily basis, I say the most important is like, did I help myself and did I help someone else to, did I have some kind of impact to make their day better and make my day better? Mm -hmm. I can help people all day long, but if I'm not helping myself first, then what good am I to anyone else? So it's a bit of a team effort there. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you do that? How do you take care of yourself that way? self-care I do like a lot of meditation practice mindfulness um I used to be into running but I'm taking a break from that right now so some walking um wannabe yoga stretching I guess <laughs> I'm not a fan of yoga but I try to stretch and make sure that those muscles are warm and active as best as I can stretching is hard yeah. and wandering around the library makes me happy so <laughs> So that's always fun. Ah, what section of the library? All of the sections. Well, I grew up. I grew up in the library. My mom worked in the school library, so it was almost like punishment putting books away. But it gained a skill in the end. Of, at the end of the day, that I can find my way around without help and help people. Help people <laughs> finding stuff in the library, which I did last night, <laughs> actually. I love that the library. So I have to ask you. Oh. Do you borrow books from the library or do you rent them? I never get my books back on time and I always have to pay the fees. It's really frustrating. <laughs> I, I, I almost owned a book the other day. <laughs> Several. 
when I, I was, was uh, the librarian told me it was considered as a donation to the library. So I looked at it that way because I really, really wanted the book that I was checking out. So I wasn't leaving without that book. <laughs> yeah, I've done the math recently on my own fees and, and, and it's getting increasingly more valuable for me to just buy a paper copy on Amazon than to get it from the library by the time I get it back. And I don't live far from the library. <laughs> Yeah, so I set an alarm uh, on my phone to see if I can actually get the book back on time. So it's a little personal challenge for myself to see what happens. I love that. I never thought of that. A personal alarm. Just set a calendar reminder. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. That is awesome. One more thing for your calendar, Liam. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Dora. <laughs> so... Um, after we talk about what's the most important thing, and sometimes this could be the same, but what is your favorite thing that you do every day? Uh, favorite? It is, it is the same thing, really. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how to do anything else other than... <laughs> Take care of yourself I mean, I'm and not, others. I'm not, I'm not going to claim I'm the best at it, but it's, just, it's what I know how to do. It's in my core is what I do. Yeah, that's great. You have um, started in a new day job, you said, and so I know you're managing, you've got a few balls in the air in addition to what your, your volunteer work. What would you say is your biggest challenge and how, how are you overcoming it or how have you overcome it or how do you deal with it? The biggest challenge, I'd say, is adulting. You know, because <laughs> I'm used to working from home full time. So it's kind of like, oh, I have to put pants on today and go to work. So, <laughs> so yeah, you know, just making like everyday things that people do when they leave the house to go to work. It's like, oh, I have to make sure I'm ready to go. So it's like kind of practicing, you know, having a schedule and making sure my lunch is ready or when I go to work and open my, my tote and realize that my lunch is not in there. But I was so proud of myself that I remember to bring my lunch tote with me. So there's little things like that I have to remember that uh, go on in the outside world. I know a lot of freelancers and developers who work from home. They, uh, you know, they either they chose to go to work from home or they forgot, you know, trans, uh, transitioning back into the workforce. It's like those little things you forget about that you kind of have to learn to appreciate all over again. Yeah. Yeah, that can be very hard, especially since it's not like college, where on college you had your, like your Monday, Wednesday, Friday class and your Tuesday, yeah. Thursdays. So you know you could, if you had to and you didn't have any clean clothes, you could wear the same clothes on Monday and Tuesday because you wouldn't see the Monday classmates again until Wednesday. Yeah. You can't do that at a five-day-of-a-week job. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> They I catch packed, on to that pretty quickly, don't they? Yeah, I packed everything but my sandwich the one day, and it's like, oh, man, this is not going to work. <laughs> so have you started implementing any strategies or uh tools as i am a fan of tools that you use to help remind yourself to put on pants <laughs> um yeah i'm trying to have a regular laundry schedule it's not i'm not gonna say i'm failing at it but you know it's coming along i've, I've been there's a couple days where i'm like oh i think i'm gonna wear those khakis again i don't think anyone's gonna notice so it's, it's it's different. I mean, I can't you know roll out of bed and wear a word prep, word camp T-shirt to work. So, and a lot of going out to shop because I'm not really a big shopper for myself. So yeah, learning how to treat myself more and enjoy enjoy uh, you know doing things for myself because I kind of have to have T-shirt you know things that aren't T-shirts to go outside. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I'm going to change gears on us just a little bit if I can. 
And Angelina, you've talked a lot about supporting community, growing community, building community, advocating for community, opening doors for community. Um, and we've talked about your, your, your definition of success and your favorite thing, but life is real. And, and, and even our favorite things bring some chat tasks or chores that we don't like. So what is, what, what is one of your least favorite things that is important when it comes to growing community, supporting community, but that you just, you just don't like doing, but it has to get done. So you do it anyway. Like when I get those emails from a WordCamp, WordPress organizer asking me to do a five-minute talk at Meetup, those are, those aren't like, I mean, I, I by the time it's all said and done, I'm like, I feel great about it. And I'm happy that I did it, but it's like, I don't really want to do it. I kind of want to you know, interact with people and tell them what's going on at the next WordPress thing. But uh, at the end of the day, I, I mean, I, it's like a love-hate thing. I know I don't want to do the talks. But I, because I, I know everyone says, yes, you have things to talk about. And in my mind, no, I still don't. But uh, I appreciate it because when I go to things that aren't WordPress, like when I spoke last week at the university, and I had plenty to talk about, but was, I felt very confident because I feel like WordPress community and meetups and work camps helped me be more confident about doing that. So, so I'm not going to ignore any emails that come my way <laughs> asking for a five minute talk. So I appreciate that. And, and I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to get around, understand from your answer is, is, is it that you don't feel comfortable talking in a WordPress community because you feel like you're not advanced enough? Am I, is it my, did I understand that correctly? Cause I might not have. Maybe when I was first starting out going to WordCamps and I was like, Oh, I want to speak at everything. But now it's kind of like, well, I think I saw a lot of stuff, so it's like I kind of want to hang back and see where I can kind of fill in any missing gaps, maybe. Like, I know I, I'll speak to people in the hallway, chatting with them, you know, like hallway chats, and uh, and I find out what they, they need, and I kind of like feel like I'm kind of focusing on them and helping, you know, get, I guess, like referrals and, you know, any resources they might need, and I kind of enjoy doing that and following up with them afterwards. Yeah, so that I totally understand. It's much more of a you see yourself as bringing a lot more value behind the scenes, supporting the community, making connections and okay, if they need me, I'll stand in front of everybody and talk to them about stuff, but I'd rather, I'd rather make connections backwards. I like that. But that makes a lot of sense. Thank you. And I think finding a balance of the two also, you kind of expressed that you don't necessarily want to do it, but afterward you're glad that you did like what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. <laughs> I guess something like, I guess a good middle ground for me would be like maybe a, MC or something at a conference. Ah. <laughs> like it's interacts, but not for too long. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Tell us about a tool that you use that um, you can't live without. Something that you can't live without. My favorite social media tool for me personally, I like Buffer because I can kind of just drag and drop on the go. But uh. WordPress tools? I don't know. I'm still exploring favorite WordPress tools. So, okay. I don't. I don't really have favorites. I like to just just try everything and just if anyone else needs help, I like to be like, oh, what what are your needs and just give them a recommendation. But I don't get too partial to, to tools because they come and go and they're always evolving. So that's true. Shiny object syndrome. Yeah. 
I also feel that the user interfaces for tools always change, right? So you tell a client on Monday, here's how you log into whatever it is. Here's how you do it. Here's how you do this other thing and then click here and click there. Yeah. And then they log in like two weeks later by the time they get to it and it's totally changed. <laughs> and when it's not, very, and it's not very good, like say it was good on web, but it stinks at more mobile or vice versa. then I kind of want to throw my hands in the air and walk away. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Angelina, let me let me ask you one other big question here for us uh, on hallway chats. What is the single most valuable piece of advice, either professional or personal, that you've taken on board in your life and implemented? Don't sell yourself short. Probably the most. Yeah, that that would be it right there. Because I several times, especially with talks or just you know jobs or clients, and I just thought that I wasn't the right person, and I. Supportive community, especially my people in the Burbs WordPress meetup, or even the ones I've met online. It's like, um, Angelina, get your butt out there and do it. You're the person for the job. Like, even with talks outside of WordPress, and I'm just like, well, you sure you don't want someone else? I can recommend another person that I know. And they're like, no, we want you. And to prove that, they'll like reschedule an appearance like two and three times because I tried to do some task avoidance, and like, you're still going to do this. So. <laughs> So yeah, just learn not to sell myself short because I, I have something to contribute, even though many times I don't think that I do. And we all have something to contribute when we, even when we doubt, doubt ourselves. So, absolutely, I think that's been the theme of this talk with you. It's, you know, it's come up a couple of times that that you have to have confidence in yourself, but that the community really can validate you in that way too, that you, that you really do know more than you think that you do. So thank you for sharing that. I think that's really important. And I love how assertively and quickly you responded to that question. We've, we've asked that question for in all of our interviews and your answer was by far the fastest and the most emphatic. So it's, it's clear from, from, from your emotions that you clearly believe that piece of advice and that you do everything you can to live it. So thank you very, very much for sharing that. That is uh, really, really powerful stuff. Thank you. And I want to ask you about something else. Tell me about your apple cider obsession. I don't know how it started. Just from hanging out with people and you don't want to be that one person with a glass of wine and everyone else is drinking beer. So it was just one day like, oh, you know what, let me try this cider. And I fell in love with it. And then I'm like, let me try other ciders. So then I just started like looking online and seeing there's like actually cider festivals and there's like cider 5Ks and all kinds of things. So it's something that I, I'm... I took a break because I know at the Super Bowl, I went a little overboard with the cider. <laughs> and I realized, like, oh, my gosh, how many calories are in one of these things? So I took a break from that. But I'm definitely getting back into it now because it's the summertime. And let's do it in moderation. And uh, probably going to cover it. I'm starting a new blog soon, like a more of a personal blog. It's going to cover, like, museums and libraries and fun, geeky things that I like. So uh, checking out cider events and anything Apple related might be included in there as well. So when I get around to that, I'm going to have some fun there. That is awesome. That is awesome. So share with us, if you will, some of your favorite, current favorite ciders. What do you like these days Angry as you're getting Orchard. back into it? Yeah, like Angry Orchard. And I'm drawing a blank now. I tried this. I tried an Irish cider Sunday. I went to brunch with a WordPress friend. And try that, and I can't remember the name of it. But Magners? I think so. 
Yes, it was it was I, not as sweet as your Angry Orchard, but I, I would try it again. Do you like do you like cloudy ciders at all? Have you had many of those? No, I, I kind of like to be able to see through what I'm drinking. Kind of the same. If, Seems if I reasonable. <laughs> if I was a beer drinker, I probably wouldn't like any of the stouts because I just like know what's in there. But I'm open to exploring different things, as I as may, I probably have to as, as I go through with my new blog and try out new fun things, explore that personal side of myself. So, so let me share with you, if I can, we've got a little bit of time here left, a cider-driven social media story. Here you go. Ready? Uh, have you heard of Commonwealth Cider? It's uh, made in Philly. No. It's a very dry cider. Okay. I know you said you liked sweet, so it might not be your your but your I'm your open, top favorite. Open to trying it. So my my brother was kind enough to share some with me, and um, then he you know left me a, a few of them, and I finished those up. And my local beer distributor in Philly area didn't didn't carry them, so I tweeted at the brewery, and when they made their delivery next week to their my local beer delivery place. As soon as the delivery was done, they tweeted at me that, hey, it's there. So about 20 minutes later, I popped into the beer distributor, and the guy behind the counter is like, yeah, how did you know we had this? We uh-huh. just got it. We've never had it before. <laughs> wow. We ordered one case. They just sent it to us. I said, yeah, they did it for me. I love the internet. Thank you, Twitter. That is a great use of Very Twitter. Very cool. Yeah. So Angelina, we're we're coming to the end, but I wanted to ask you where people can find you. And I'm really interested if you have a new if you have a name for your new blog. Lindy, I, I have the domain. I bought it last year on my birthday, but I just didn't get around to it because I was just doing other things. But uh, I'm working on content right now. The uh, domain is called Archived Angel. Okay. I'm archiving experiences. That's where it came from. I like and, that. Uh, I'm not quite sure exactly when it will launch, but it's hopefully before the end of the year. <laughs> and on on the interwebs, you can find me. Most accounts are just under my name at Angelina Sims, with two M's. Correct. That is correct. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure getting to know you better, and I loved everything you had to say, and I can't wait to share it. And uh, thanks so much for joining us. Well, thank you. Thanks for joining us today, Angelina. Pleasure as always. Thanks for listening to the show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you like what we're doing here, meeting new people in our WordPress community, we invite you to tell others about it. We're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com. Better yet, ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves.